0: Fast Forward Productions, the women are speaking. This is the Unfiltered Entrepreneur. My name is Ashley Pollard. Here you will find business tips, entrepreneurial advice, and an honest account of mistakes I make along the way. I will also have some friends along for the ride who can add in their own experience, obstacles, and what we can all learn from each other. Entrepreneurship can be a lonely road, but not in my circle. We are all in this together. Okay, so here's the thing. I worked in the fashion industry in corporate in New York City for 10 plus years. And if you've been in my space for a while, you've heard me say that. I've worked at some of the biggest brands in the fashion industry. And what's funny is that there's definitely some brands that were very weird about hiring. Let's call it like the cool girls. One brand I worked for had a rule that fashion girls only go out below 14th Street, which is basically saying like the rest of New York City was trash, which I clearly don't believe. But I always thought it was funny and it stuck with me. So not only am I going to be exposing some of those funny rules and insider secrets and the ways the fashion industry worked, but also some of my debaucherous, wild and crazy stories that I have of my time in the fashion industry. Tune in each week to Below 14th Street, which are my episodes inside of the Unfiltered Entrepreneur, where I'm giving you the inside scoop. Hi guys. Welcome to another episode of Below 14th Street. I'm your host, Ashley Pollard, and this is my little mini series on the unfiltered entrepreneur about my shenanigans in the fashion industry. Today I have a doozy for you. You're going to learn a little bit about Ashley Pollard. You're going to learn a little bit about my relentless pursuit for what I want. You'll learn a little bit about how when I was starting in my career, I would do anything to get a leg up. And when I was working in New York, you know, You're competing with people who have like family connections or who can buy their way into a job. Not actually, like they're not going to pay the place $5,000 to get it. But it's like, you know, they're going to treat the vice president to lunch at an expensive place and talk about their dreams. And then voila, they get a job. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like things like that. Or, you know, just people who have enough money to be going to networking events in New York. And I didn't even have enough money to make rent. Truthfully, we were eating popcorn kernels breakfast lunch and dinner my roommate and I because we didn't have enough money for food like truly buying a bag of popcorn kernels for $2.50 and popping it like once every three days to have food and like maybe taking a $1 and using that for dollar slices of pizza I remember going to bars and making bets with guys that I knew I would win for like $10 and winning and being like, okay, that's 10 slices of pizza. That will definitely get me five days of food. Like, I remember thinking that. So I was a cutthroat bitch. And I knew that I needed to, like, step on some necks to make it to the top. I'm definitely not like that anymore. I've proven <laughs> myself. I've also gone through therapy. <laughs> but I also kind of, like, don't regret it because it helped me build my career. And sometimes, you know, if you want to play in a cutthroat game, you got to be a little bit cutthroat to get there. And this is a cutthroat story. It's definitely not my shiniest, prettiest moment. But I'm going to tell you about how I got the job at Oscar de Lorenza. And there are some ways that we can learn from this, but it doesn't have to be the way that I did it. And the good news is that everybody wins in the end. It all works out. There's a happy ending, I promise. But I will dive right into it. So I had an internship not really working out and I was desperate to find another internship unpaid internship you know when I was starting in the fashion industry there was no such thing as paid internships and there was a major 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 lawsuit against vogue for unpaid internships and the unpaid internship thing kind of died that lawsuit must have been 20 like 17 I'm probably misremembering but around that time but until then unpaid internships were your way in and it was basically like if you can't do the unpaid internship, then you can't get in. And so I worked four jobs when I was in college. I worked in a bar. I was almost a full-time nanny while taking full-time classes. I did a million things just to try to make ends meet and to save for my summer in the city so that I could get some industry experience, which should hopefully open doors and give me a job when I graduated. Anyway, so I needed a job. I needed an internship. I wanted one somewhere. And there was an opportunity at Oscar de Lorenza. And so I called and they were not getting back to me. They were not like, yeah, we'll get back to you next week. Yeah, we'll get back to you next week. Yeah, we'll get back to you next week. And I was like, time's ticking, man. Like I need Oscar de la on my resume. We got to make this happen. So I called them and I said, hi, I have an internship interview. I believe sometime in the next coming weeks. And for some reason, I can't find the piece of paper Keep in mind, like, smartphones were, like, relatively new when I moved to the city, okay? I can't find the piece of paper where I confirmed the appointment. Can you let me know what date and time it is? And they were like, oh, are you talking about the interview next Tuesday? Is this Christine? And I said, yes, this is Christine. And that is the interview next Tuesday. Thank you. That's correct. Is there any way I could do it this week? Because it had to be before her interview, (laughs) because it couldn't be after her interview. Otherwise they're like, Christine, why do you have one next week? So I had to bump it up. So I called and I said, Hey, you know, can you do it this week? And they said, sure, we could do it Friday. I don't remember. I don't remember any of those specifics. Can you do it Friday? Sure. Yes. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go in and get this internship. You know, I'm going to f- pass with flying colors. I'm going to get this internship. And it was with the vice president of the company. And I Locked the interview up. Okay, here's the thing. So I go in, I meet with the vice president, and she says, Hi, Christine, did you bring a resume? And I'm like, yes. However, I am not Christine. And Christine thinks that she is coming next Tuesday. I'm Ashley. I've been trying to get an internship here. I've been trying to get in touch with somebody because they knew that they were hiring interns. And nobody's getting back to me. So I called and I asked if there were any upcoming internship appointments. I said that I was Christine. I had it moved to this week. I took full responsibility. Like, I was not like, yeah, I'm Christine. I'm, but people call me Ashley. Like, no, I fully told her the situation. And she was like, I'm obsessed with that tenacity. Like, you're in. Let's talk. And it's funny because. Christine, I was like, please keep that meeting with her still because they needed like a team of interns. Like they needed a decent amount. I was like, please keep that interview with her. I fully took her spot. I just needed your attention. I wasn't trying to like, you know, rid her of an opportunity. She came in, she got the internship. We worked together on the same team, which is so funny. She thought it was funny. It worked out for both of us. We didn't really care. So yes, I kind of stabbed her in the back. But It all worked out, a little bit cutthroat. And I think what this goes to show is that like sometimes like bend the rules a little bit, you know, and don't do it in a way that hurts someone else by any means. Like I definitely shouldn't have done that. But I think that there is something to be said about being a bit tenacious. If there's someone that you want to work with who owns a local gym and you know that they always go to breakfast at this one coffee shop, maybe you go and randomly sit next to them at the table and you pull out your laptop. And you're like, oh, what a crazy work day. And they're like, what do you do? And you're like, oh, I do social media for local gyms. And they're like, wait, we need social media. And you're like, you do? That's so weird that I just sat here and told you that. (laughs) Maybe get a little bit creative and see what you can do to get in front of new people. So that was definitely a lesson that I learned. So I'm going to tell you the story since we do have some time about how I actually almost completely fucked up my opportunity there. Now, this is a little bit of a backtrack, it's a little bit of a rewind because I knew that they were hiring interns that summer because the summer before I had spoken to the vice president, I posted on Facebook and said I needed an internship. My friend wrote me, one of my guy friends wrote me and was like, hey, my aunt works in New York in fashion, but she works at a brand that I've never heard of. So you can reach out to her and see if she could give you an internship. I'm like, great. Where does she work? And he's like, Oscar Renta." Like my guy, like guys are so, I mean, granted it was college, it's Missouri. Like no one knows Oscar de la Renta, that's fine. I think they do now, but at the time no one did. So I'm like, what are you talking about? Like your your aunt just like randomly works in the fashion industry and you were gonna tell me that? Like at Oscar de la Renta? So he was like, here's her email. I'll put you guys in touch. So basically I wrote her and I said, I would love to chat about, you know, how you made it and your career and just get to know you a little bit better. Now I was so young. And so naive, just a child. Okay. I was like 20, 21 years old. She was in New York. I was in New York because I was there for the summer. And she was like, Yes, you can absolutely come in. I'll give you a little bit of like a rundown. You know, I have like 30, 40 minutes I can give you. I'm like, Great. So nice of her. And I'm over here thinking, She's a Midwest gal. I'm a Midwest gal. She's probably super sweet and nice. And we're just going to chit chat. And she's going to be like, You should do this and you should try this. And She's going to have my back. And like now my biggest supporter in New York is going to be this Oscar de la Renta president. And keep in mind, this is before I interned there. The reason that I knew that they needed internships is because of this meeting. OK, or that they that they needed interns was because of this meeting. This is so embarrassing. God, I can't believe I'm telling this story. So I go into the Oscar de la Renta office. I sit down with the vice president and I totally fucked it up. I sit down with her. I'm wearing like a Forever 21 dress, which is fine. I don't have a notebook. Like, I'm just like, we're going to chat. We're going to be girlfriends. Are you okay? Are you okay, Ashley? Like, no, that's not how this works. So we sit down together and she's like, did you bring a resume? And I'm like, no, no, I didn't. I didn't bring a resume. And I'm like, oh, this is more professional than I thought it was going to be. This is a little bit more buttoned up than Ashley Pollard's writing for because I thought we were going to be besties and like doing each other's nails. Not actually, but like that kind of vibe. She was like, do you have questions prepared? And I was like, no, but I have questions. And she was like, this is so embarrassing for you. You came to the meeting without a resume Without a notebook, with no questions prepared. I'm the vice president of one of the most influential American brands of all time. And my time is expensive. I gave you 30 minutes and you couldn't even be prepared. How do you think you're gonna make it in this space? And I was like, okay, I'm deer in headlights. I'm like trying to keep it together. I- I'm not much of a crier. I just was like shocked, right? So I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. What am I going to do? And so I collect myself. I think she realizes, like, I just like freaked out this 20-year-old. She's doing the best she can, man. <laughs> you know, she's fighting for her life over here. And so she said, here's the thing: this is embarrassing. You can never do this again to anyone else. Never go to a meeting without a notebook. Never go to a meeting and not take notes. Never go to a meeting without a resume. Ever again. And I was like, absolutely. And she said, same time tomorrow, let's act like this didn't happen, and tomorrow will tell me if you can listen. And I was like, great. I go back, I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck was I thinking? Okay, we've got to put it together. And so I thought I could do one of two things. I could go in tomorrow super apologetic and tell her about how much I respect her and da-da-da-da-da, or I'm just going to take her advice. Let's act like yesterday didn't happen at all. I'm going to get super prepared. I'm going to walk in like I own that room. And I'm going to sit across from her with respect for her, with respect for myself. And I'm going to use those 30 minutes the way that I decide how to use them. Great. I go buy a new outfit because I need to feel confident. I go to Forever 21 because I have no money. So I go to Forever 21 to buy a new outfit, a new dress. And I remember I bought the dress because I was like, this kind of looks like an Oscar de la Renta print, so I'm going to wear this. Looking back, I'm kind of like, how tacky that you bought a Forever 21 knockoff of an Oscar de la Renta print when all of their stuff is like hand embroidered and you have this like shitty faux silk dress. But in my head, I was like, that's a smart move, Ash. You really, you really did it. That was a good move. So I go buy this new dress. I print off multiples of my resume on really good paper. I list, uh, you know, 50 questions maybe of like all these things that I wanted to ask her the next day in a really beautiful notebook. Brought a nice pen. I showed up ten minutes early the next day. I sat and waited. She came out. Ashley, right this way. I go in and I say hi. I brought you a resume. I also have a few copies. I don't know if you need any additional or if you have anybody joining us. I do have ten questions that I need to ask you, and about twenty others that, if we have time, there are some that I'd love to get to, but we don't have to get through all of them. And she was like, "Great, let's hit it." So she's going through my resume. She's asking me questions about this, about this, about this, and then I go through my questions. You know, tell me a little bit more about this. What would you recommend if I won this? Whatever, right? Our 30 minutes are up. She looks at me and she said, this meeting is not only great because you ran it well, but because you learned. You learned from the mistake. You took direction. And to me, it's not just that somebody shows up and does the job well. It's also that you learned and implemented without complaining, without getting defensive, without trying to come in really upset, you took it, you implemented, you redirected, you made a plan, and you came in. Ran it perfectly. And I've always kind of kept that with me, where I definitely on the spot could have gotten defensive, where I could have said, well, you know, I thought that da-da-da-da-da. Or like, well, you don't have to talk to me like that, or whatever it is. I heard her. I kept it to myself. I was also traumatized. So I was processing. And shocked. And shocked. And the next day, I didn't. I did not waste any of her time with my own bullshit. I didn't waste any of her time with my own sob story. I just said, let's get into it. Here's what I want to do. How do you want to handle this? And I got to ask her my questions. She had actually left the company the next summer when I went to interview. And she was busy. She was working at Alexis Batar. And so I couldn't be like, hey, is there any way you could give me an internship at Oscar DeLorenza? Because if anything taught me about my meeting, it's that like I can't exactly be unprofessional with this girl. So I was trying to get into Oscar DeLorenza and get an internship, hoping that she would open that door for me. But she was gone. So I had to act like I was pristine and lie and get in the door. That is when my internship at Oscar DeLorenza began. If you take anything from this, it is that sometimes you're going to fuck up, but a lot of times how you react to the fuck up is going to be way more telling than the mistake itself, but also way over-prepare. Really think about how you're using someone's time. Show up ready. Show up with all of the things that you need to do your job well or to use someone's time well, and don't just ask people for advice. Come in with a plan. That was my takeaway, at least. Hope you're loving these episodes of Below 14th Street. It's really fun to hear your feedback and how you guys are liking them too. I have a litany of other stories to tell you. Some of them are drama central. So make sure to come back next week for another episode of Below 14th Street on the Unfiltered Entrepreneur. Before we go, there's a couple things I want you to remember on these episodes. I'm obviously all about helpful information and telling stories about my life. And a part of being a human telling her story. Means that even though I'm trying my best, my memory may not always be serving me perfectly. Some facts in here might end up being inaccurate or changed or incorrect. You know, if I get a date wrong or a specific place where I was at, just know that I'm doing my best to recall from memory and piecing these stories together from you. There's also some cases where I may have changed a name or something that can refer back to a specific person so that I don't cause controversy with someone or a Brand and make sure that everybody is protected. Doesn't change the point of these stories. They're all still my own. And these are all actual experiences from my life. So the stories themselves are not fabricated. They're just maybe some details that maybe I got wrong from memory or maybe that I'm trying to cover up so that everybody who listens feels protected and we can laugh and enjoy ourselves. Thank you for listening.